that's a that's a very rare thing. And people don't know how to do that. So I want to explain that much. Where is the thing? How do you educate someone to listen? Well, I'm sure I listen to you. I, I, I can't even repeat what you said. So 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 for sure this is a that's a skill which should Okay, for sure. I have a good memory. I I exactly know what you what what was I can repeat whatever, but I still didn't listen. So it's a very tricky thing, and this is an art. Listening is based on that. That first, I have to have an expectation what you will say. When I don't have an expectation what you will say. I can't really listen to you. I can't. Because then, of course, I will get information, but I can't listen to the nuances. I can't. Because I first, first I have to create within myself a certain expectations. What will that person say? This is based on that, that I first have to have a, a like a or a going into the situation the other one is in. When I don't go into your situation and I don't have a seal of your situation, then I really can't listen. I can't when I, I listen to a to a child. That happens when you have small children. I don't know when you have small children. You have small children and the child asks a question, and you are so spoiled. That child is such a good lawyer, umilki super, such a super head. The the child has. It is because you hear it like this. But when you go into the situation of the child, then you see that he asks something entirely different. Or the statement is based on something entirely different. Not as intelligent as you, as father, want it to be. Yeah, you, you went through that once in a while. That you had children which were mamish, that the, the gun is small compared to them, you know. But it was unbelievable goodness, you know, you, you couldn't believe. Most probably that, will, that child will turn over the world in 10 years, you know, and then after 10 years, you look at the child and the world is absolutely the same and the child is absolutely a normal child. What happened? It happened there were things which you heard and you listened, but you listened according to your own world. Your own world is a very rich world. And when in your world, someone asks such a question, that's goodness. Yeah, but the child is in another world. It's not in your world. But you didn't have the, the, the tzio, what is the world of the child, you really can't listen to it. You can't. It's, that's true by everyone. And I want to really listen to you at first, you know, where are you from? What are you doing? Once in a while I ask people, where are you from? What are you doing? How many siblings do you have? What was your father? What, it's, I need to know something about the person Otherwise, I can't create an expectation what will be over here. And when I can't create an expectation with what will be over here, then I can't listen. But that's a tricky point. When I have an expectation, what you'll say, then I only get reassurement that my expectation was right. Ah, the hall. Yeah, yeah. It's all expected. You know these people which they... They listen to you. You know that? They listen to you because whatever you will say, it's boring because it's expected. That's what I told you now. 
But you want to listen to a person, you have first to have an expectation what he's going to say. So then, then it's boring because the whole trick in listening is that you are searching that you will be surprised from the person. But you have to be genuinely surprised. That's the point. When you don't know a situation, by your children, for example, you are very surprised that your child is producing such a goiness. But that is because you don't know where he's coming from. Because your, your, your interpretation is wrong. No, you have to first know what the situation of the person is, and then you expect something. But when you expect something, and what you hear is only a reassurement of the expectation, then you didn't hear either. You didn't hear anything. This subtle thing that you are carefully listening, and then there is something different than you thought. A little bit, you know. There's some minor, not, it doesn't really make the right nigan, you know. It's a little bit slightly different. Then you begin to, to listen to another person. We, do, we lose that. We lose that, that art of listening. It's the same thing as listening to a shio, the same thing as Betsam listening to music. We are overwhelmed with listening experiences, but you don't listen to anything. Today, when you want to listen to a shio, you know, you, you open YouTube and you get bombarded with shiurim, you know, you can't listen about anything. I, I give shiurim on, on sforim and, and, and then I, can, I could also open up the YouTube, you, you would perhaps uh, say, say, do that, you know, Nefeshachayim, whatever shiur Nefeshachayim, you can have it in YouTube, in three or in four or in five maduras from someone, from anyone, you know, but but and then you hear that, and most probably you hear it in the car, you know. And you hear it in the car, and it's very inspirational. And when you listen too carefully in the car, it's dangerous, you know. <laughs> Don't do that. It's just, but it goes in, and you are, you are bombarded with opportunities to listen. Bombarded. Music. Bombarded with that. Shuring. People. Today, people, they, are, they contact you in a way which even it's impossible to listen to them. It's called, it's called uh, texting. Texting is, is one of the most disastrous way of contacting a person because the whole nigan is lost. There's no, no subtleties left. It's information which goes over one to the other. And then you think, I have a good connection to the other one because I... I texted him, he texted me back, and I texted him, he texted me back. Very interesting, you know. That's why they have emojis. What? That's why they have faces that you make. No, but really, because it's so, it's so, you can't get any sense of what it's very, is. It's very frustrating. Right. Yeah, it's frustrating. You have to have a face. Yeah, a we face. went back to Egypt, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are now writing like they wrote it all times by Egypt, you know. That's the way these pictures, we write the same way. But, uh, but it, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. This, the, all these emojis and things like this, they don't say anything really. It's a standard way of, of, of expressing emotions. But it's, that's not listening. And we give that up, you know. We think we have a contact to a person. We text him. Uh, he texts us back. Oh, we, have, we, we listen to him. We listen on the phone. You know exactly when someone speaks with you on the phone. 
that most probably he's fiddling with something else too. That is 95% right. And it's nearly impossible not to do that in today's society. I myself see that. Someone calls me and on the phone and I'm sitting in my office. I have to look at the email even though I don't read it, you know. But I have to do something, you know. I can't only listen. When he would sit in front of me, I wouldn't dare doing that, you know. But he's on the phone, I do that. All these things, they take away this depth of listening. That you stand, sit across a person and you let him influence you. And you let him surprise you. It's a surprise what he'll say. What is a surprise? Because you have an expectation. When you have no expectation, there's no surprise. But when you have an expectation, then you think the other one also only fulfills the expectation. You don't listen. He has to surprise you. Whenever you had an encounter with a person which you were not surprised from him, you didn't listen to him. You did not. It's always surprising. Always. There's always something there which you didn't expect. On the background that you expect something. It's like, I don't know whether you are, you, are, you, you, you are listening to classical music. That's what I do. Does someone listen to classical music? No? You do? So if you listen to classical music, really, then, then the interpretation is a big part of it. I mean, it's not, every, not everyone plays the thing the same way. And once in a while, the person is, is, is surprising you that, no, I heard it differently, and now he makes it Slightly different, that's very interesting. But it has to be that there is something expected beforehand. Chazonas is the same thing. When you hear good chazonas, the chazan is playing around with your expectations. You think it should go like this. Now it goes like that. Oh, I had gemacht a knech, you know. What says gemacht a knech? He made something special. What's special? Why, should, why did he do something special? Well, that's the way it goes, no? No. Because you had an expectation that he should make it like this. And he made it like that. Wow! But without expectation, you can't hear that. Yeah? You understand what I mean? That's, that's the way the listening works. When you have a toast, it's the same thing. When you have a toast, you want to listen to what Toysus says. It's only because you have an expectation of what you should say. And he uses another word. He uses another word. The word is not in place. Why doesn't it say like this? Because you have to expect that that would be the right thing to do. And he says another thing. Then you listen to Toysus. We have to put that back. Otherwise, the, the, the interaction of Chiruch is, is uh, drained, is dry. It is not a living interaction. I had that, Majgina told me that uh, we have to, we have to uh, admit... Um, that Rabbi Yochum had a good head. Yeah? He, was a, he was a genius. Yeah? And he, had, he was thinking 24-7. Rabbi Yochum said about himself, since I am on the Aldaiti, that means age, I don't know what, 12, 13, 14, I never thought a machshove zore. You couldn't imagine that. I never thought something which I didn't want to think. You know, Mashir told me that he came to Mir Yeshiva and then he was uh, partially close to Rabbi Ruchim and Rabbi Ruchim was sick and then they made a minion by Rabbi Ruch. 
at home. And now, Mashkir sits here and puts on feeling, and you know how these minyonim work by a, by a Rosh Yeshiva. Till everyone comes, and then, and then the one puts on the feeling, and the other one looks in the others for him, and whatever it is, it takes time. So they were, they were there, and Mashkir said, I, what shall I do over here? I begin to daven. So the Mashkir began to daven. I, I know, Mr. Uh, Azabok also down like this, you know. So he says, Psuk de Zimre, and he says, Psuk de Zimre, and with the time he felt it was, it was an awkward, it was an awkwardly quiet, you know? When you feel that one, it's like, it's like it's, 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 it's quiet in the place, it's, something happens over here. So he looks up, and then he sees Rabbi Ruchum sits across him, across, like this. And he wanted to learn the Bochel. He wanted to go and try to, be, like you learn a sugya. He wanted to learn the Bochel. And wanted to understand how does it work by that uh, German man, you know, Schleimer Berliner, how does it work that he is davening? What is that man about? But he was, he, he was working on that, concentrating, working on understanding the person. So this, what I, 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 I learned when I, when I learned with the Mashiach, that was one of the main points, that you have to listen. And he, he was edu educating, he was demanding that in a crazy way, you know. He was demanding that in, with, with that, that he, he was able to tell me a joke harder times, you know, and he had a good memory. It was not that he forgot that he told me that joke. And whenever I would tell him, ah, I, I know the joke, yeah, yeah, I know it, I think he wouldn't speak with me anymore. He would throw me out. No, you have to listen. You, you have to, a thing which is, you know, it was the same words, you know, it's the same, I know exactly what will be said over here. And that was the demand, no, you have to enjoy that thing again. Again. And it, it was like crazy, that, that what he wanted. What was it joke? Ah, <laughs> all different kind of jokes. He was one of the, the best partners to make a joke with him. So, so but, but this, uh, today, today, thinking about a person, listening to a person, that's all gone. It's all very quick and it's all very superficial. I know that for myself, not that I, I do that, but I try to listen and people come to me and uh, once in a while I, I really have to think about the person. I have to think about what does, did he say, to listen to him. So then I, I, I make that, I, I, I sit like this, I'm like this. And there were people which were, they, they wanted to escape from the, from the room. Yeah, you remember that? They want to escape from the room. They, they want, they want, what does now learn to do with me? No, I, I simply want to understand you. But this is not a thing you do normally. You are having small talk at that. No, I, I want to understand you. I have to listen now. I have to concentrate. On what? On the person. Not on the toysfus, and not on some difficult uh, other question. I have to concentrate on the person. And then I have to think. And it's, a, it's an enormous work also to think about another one. One of the works is that people are not used to, you know. I, I, 
people ask me very difficult questions once in a while, and then I say, I have to think, and then I begin to think. And then the other one doesn't know what's now happening. <laughs> what is now happening? Why does that guy not speak? Yeah, you, uh, I said you remember that, yeah? So I sit there. I do it to people now. What? I do it to other people now. <laughs> yeah? And then I begin to think, and then the other one gets nervous, you know? And I feel that he gets nervous, and I have to say, Rega, Rega, I, I have to think. Wait, what shall I do? I don't have an answer now. Let me think. And this is a tremendous chiddish for people right. that I should think about you. Why, why, no answer. I have no answer now. I have to think, you know. About what? About your life. I have to think about that. You know, but this is, a, that is, people don't do that. You simply don't do it. You don't listen to the other. You don't take that seriously. You don't learn the other person. And you don't think about the other person. And then you want to educate. Then you want to educate other people. It sounds to me like spooky. How can you educate when you don't know how to listen, to think, and to go deeply about other people? So this is a basic demand by us. We have to do that. By me, that was one of the teachings of Corona. I said that. The teaching of Corona, I had to do that with my wife. After 43 years of Hassan. I was married 43 years, Corona came. I know the person. And now I'm stuck with her for 11 months under one roof without getting out, you know. Yeah. Pesach, alone. Shavuos, alone. Lakvoimer, alone. Rosh Hashanah, alone. Yom Kippur, alone. I was alone at home with my wife, you know. So what do you do then? I have to begin to listen. Why should I listen? I listened for 43 years, you know. That's enough, it's enough, you know. No. You have to go deeper. You have to go deeper. You have to go deeper. You have to concentrate. You have to, you have to let yourself be surprised. You can't imagine what you will really reveal about the person when you go with the attitude, that person will now surprise me. You can't believe. But most probably, you, uh, you approach a person that that person will fulfill my, predict my, 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 my prediction. That's what you do. I'm a Kirutran, I know him, you know. I know, I know the guy, and I know, I know him very well, you know. Yeah, of course, I speak with him because that's entertaining. But I, no, he, he said, I know him, I know, I, I know you. How can you know a person? How do you dare that you think you know someone which is a human being? How, how is that? How do, how, do you, how do you fathom that, that you should know someone else? We can design. No, people, they are very, very quick in that. I know that. I know that. I know it. I know how he reacts. I know him exactly. How can you know a person? I can't know that. You can't really know. It's always surprising. And we have to work on that. And then you can help another person. The point is, which I revealed in the curl I have, the point is, it's an unbelievable um, thirst of people to be listened to. It's unbelievable. And I am dealing with, with uh, Jungelite, which are from the best Bochim and the best Jungelite, 
which are walking around in Ramot and Neve uh, Yaakov and things like this. Those are good shkunot, you know, I, I, the really good Jungelite from the first Shure. They never experienced that someone, adult, more mature, should listen to them. Never. Not in Yeshiva, not in boy as in Cheder, not in Yeshiva in, 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 in high school, and not in Yeshiva Gdoyle, and not in Kodl, and not the Rov of the Kila, and no one ever listened to them. Took their life seriously. You know? What happened to you? How did you do that? Okay. Tell me what's going on here and there, and then suddenly you see the person is has a thirst that he wants to that someone more experienced, more mature, more more years, you know, I'm, I'm, or I'm for sure older than a younger man, you know. So he wants that someone which is older should listen to him. This is a lack. Your children are thirsty. Some, someone should listen. And then you think only, you know, that has to be a, a therapist. No, it's you. Your own children. They want you to listen to them. I have a son, which is son. He didn't got to learn in the head. No, it can't be the head of your, of your brother, but he's a... No, he, he learned by Leuchter. That's not, that's not connected to me. But he learned in Baitwagan. And he was afterwards going to Yeshivikdana and then Yeshivikdana to Chevo. That son, he could have any role in a film in Hollywood. He is looking, is good looking the way you have people playing the films. Really. Yeah? I was very afraid, very scared by, by that. I, was, I wasn't sure what it will be, you know. So the Chaveirim in Chevro, they, they, they don't, they, they are not particular about anything they ask, you know, they ask anything. So they ask my son, why you stayed Haredi? Why did you become Chiloni? He is, <laughs> only Hebron Abocha asks the other one. The guy looks good and he is strong like a show, you know, he's strong, he has koichas, we are show on them. On Vostri, he's an ilui in his head. And, why are you Haredi? Why did you become Chiloni? You have all the givens that you should be Matzliach in the world outside. So my son told them, I don't know why. That's a good answer, you know. I don't know why, but I only can tell you one thing. Since I am five years old, I always experienced that my father was interested in what I have to say. Yeah, not... Oh, yes, yes. Or Ovesubonim, you know. I don't know how Ovesubonim works over here. I know how it works in Eretz Yisrael. My children were only willing to come to one Ovesubonim with me. Then they said, Abba, that's not the way Ovesubonim works. <laughs> Why? Because when my son asks a question, then I say, wow, very good. And I ask him a question back. And then I have Chaverim in that Ovesubonim, you know. The one is a Magitshir, and the other one is someone which knows how to learn from another place. So I began. I begin to ask the people. You know, it's interesting. Pometzia, it's an interesting sugya. So let's speak with uh, with my friend. And it was a whole. And I screamed to him. And the, the children said, "No, Abba, that's not the way always the body goes. Always the body goes like this. You sit next to your son and you learn with him. And it's Friday, it's Shabbos, and it's really after the children. And then you learn with him, and you learn with him, and that's always the body." 
Abba, they look kaha. My, my children had an objection to me. They said, no, you don't go and scream on other people in the middle of Zubonim. You don't do that. You have to be tame, sit next to me, fall asleep, and halfway through fall asleep. That's the way of Zubonim works. But not by me, no. But they didn't want, they didn't want to do that in public. They didn't, they didn't learn with me. My children were playing. I don't tell you what they played, you know, otherwise you would say, it's not for real. Yeah, but they, all the other, other children were so nice. And my children did everything wrong, you know, everything. But by age of 14, they wanted to learn with me. When other children, they all, a long time ago, said shalom to their father, and they don't want to have any contact with them, but at the age of 14, they wanted to learn with me. Because they wanted to learn with someone to listen to him. That was interesting then. So by the age of uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, that wasn't the case. And so, so please, let us be one of the crowd, or, or we will not, uh, we will go, not go to the office of So they didn't go to the office of They did not. What shall I do? But the listening to them, that to listen to your own child, you go deeper and to try to understand what he means. That's an unbelievable thing. And people are thirsty for that. <coughs> I think that's the central thing. When we would put, when we, when we want to put Chinuch back onto the map, a little bit is the f that we have to learn how to listen. Yeah, to learn how to listen. And and uh, I think that that is the that is the mahalach a little bit. That that is the mahalach what I try to give over. That is uh, not the whole thing, but it's a part of the thing. But it's a pity that today you think listening is a, prof a profession which you have to have uh, some psychologist which listens to you. No, it's you which listens to the other one. Okay, that's what I thought is an important thing. It's, it's counterintuitive. I have to know what to expect, and that enables me to be surprised. Otherwise, you are not surprised. Yeah? The surprise comes from that, that you know what to expect. And then it's not the way you expect. But when you don't expect anything, only information comes in. Now we, we are now listening to you. What? We are listening to you now. Yeah. I didn't have any expectation. But in, no, no, no. Not, didn't have expectation from the beginning. But on this issue, you had you, you, you were you yourself thought once in your life. When I speak to a person, that's why I mean it's very difficult to give shurim on on um, how do you call that? No spooky things, you know. I skip sure about even mystics, yeah, to people which I don't know. So sheer I give on Nevershaim is very difficult for me, Beitzer. So I have the face of Zuckerman in front of me. That's a little bit easier, but it's very difficult for me because I I don't know what people expect. I don't want to give over only information. Now people in these areas they don't expect anything, and it only becomes. And delivering information, you know, a very fancy information, but that doesn't doesn't educate. Education. When I give a shear, I have to give a shear in a way that the topic I speak about is already known from you, or you are prepared to it, and then the shear goes over. But when you are not prepared to that topic, you have nothing, no grasp mm -hmm. of that at all, then the shear is very difficult. Yeah? It's a very difficult thing because then 
then you really the other one can't listen to you. Only, okay, that takes up information, that's good. But it's not a listening process. That's you, did have, you did have an expectation. You, you've been to Shalosh, you know, you've been to Malavamaka, you've heard rabbis speak. You, you know, you have a certain, right? I mean, like, there's some sort of, you know, you don't expect them to dance on the table. Like, like you know, I mean, right? Yeah, but this is a general one. But even in the topic itself of listening to another, he has expectations. Because when I speak, you have to listen to another person. People tell me, yes, for sure. For sure I have to listen to another person. I know that. You have to listen. And then that guy says, but it comes from that, that you have an expectation of what the other one will say. Then that creates a resistance by you. Because you say, no, I can't. I have to be clean slate, you know. The best thing is, the expectation is that the rabbi should tell you. I, gi I give you an, an example for listening. Okay, that, what, what, that was like a joke. I had once three people coming to me, uh, business people, they wanted to have, uh, they wanted to speak to me. The one was, a, uh, had, a, had a fund, what do you call that, a hedge fund manager. The other one was a, a surgeon for some speciality, could be heart or something like this. And the other one was, was selling um, security clothing for reactors, you know, for radioactivity, no, no, no. you know, like this thick. There were three people in front of me, and now I have to speak one thing for to all the three. It's like the, it's like the jokes when you say there's a Jew and the, the Muslim, and the, but what, what shall I do with these three people? So I looked at them and I asked a little bit, what do you do, and what do you do, what do you do? And then I thought, the best thing is to speak about the following. So I told them, when you have, when you are um, uh, responsible for other money, responsible for other life, yeah, for another life. That's a surgeon. You're responsible for other lives in the with the, with the clothing. And so um, there is one thing which you would expect a rabbi to tell when you are a surgeon. Or when you have the money, let's say you manage a hedge fund, then you expect the rabbi to tell you you have to think about the money which people invest by you like it is your own money. That sounds very nice. That's right. Very rabbinic, you know. You have to think. The money which is given to you is really like your own. Or when you are a surgeon. You have to think the patient in front of you, that's really like your own child. Okay, so I told him, that's all Bobamices. Yeah? Because people give you the money in order you should not think it's your money. Because with your money, you take the wrong risk. When you get money from someone and you have to invest it, the guy which gives you money, he does not want that you should think it's your own money. No. That's why the hedge fund man managers their own money, they all always put in, an, in another hedge fund. Never buy that. And you think, aha, you see, the guy doesn't believe in his own system. He needs another one. No. It's with his own money he will make mistakes. Because you have the wrong relationship. You have to think, no, he gave it to me, I should take a calculated risk 
which with my own money I wouldn't do. That is what he wants. And the, the, the surgeon, the same thing. The last one a surgeon will make an operation on is his own child. It's the last one. You never operate on your own child. Never ever. But why rabbis, and I tell you, why rabbis give such answers? It was, I didn't make it out of my finger. I know that the good rabbi would say, that's such a rabbinic way to say it, you know. That he should be so healthy. That's the way. It sounds so rabbinic. Why? Because he didn't think about the situation the other one is in. He didn't listen to what a surgeon goes through. But you only think one minute across your nose, you know, a little bit further than your nose, you, you immediately see, no, the surgeon would not make a surgery on his own child. That you understand immediately. So why are you telling that? Because you don't go into the world of the other. You see? You don't, you don't go. You're not interested. There's another world and it's, it's a little bit different than what you think from your perspective. Yeah? It's very simple. Yeah? I was sitting with, I was sitting, that was in South Africa. I was sitting with the head of the Safra Bank. In South Africa, because I have a friend which is a Shpokazayde. Not because I wanted money from him. But he was a steer. So, Gidon Pogot, you remember him? Gidon, he, he wrote a book on Spiller. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gidon, Gidon is a, he's a Safra, his mother. So, so, I was sitting with them, and the old man was sitting there, and three, three boys. I had told them, when you, when, you, when you invest money, you have not to think it's your own money. That's what I told them. And I, I, it was a risk, because he's... He manages that one. The old man said, Wow, Rabbi, look, my good boys, listen to what the Rabbi said. That's good. That's exactly. And the boy said, No, no, he's wrong. You have to say it, it's, it's your own money. And the, the father said, No, 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 no. That guy is right, you know. So that was like surprising to me that you are young in the business and then you, you are still influenced from that that you think. You have to think in the crooked way. No, the, the straight way is not, not like this. No, don't think it's your money. Yeah? That's what I said to them. But this, was a, this, was, this is a, a, a way of listening. The responsibility you have by, by Shemachinam, if you put it in a place that you wouldn't put your own money there, then it's called Poshaya. And if you put it in the same place you would put your money, then it's not a question. I understand, yeah. That, that's what so it there says. Is a, there is an aloha musag of thinking is your own money. Yeah, yeah but there you have to be shayma, watching. You're, watching. Right. you're not working on the money. You're not working with the money, that's right. You're watching. watching the money is different. Watching the money, you have to have a secure place. But working with the money, that's taking risks. It's like, it's like if a guy left his kid in your house and you took care of the kid like it was your own money. That would be expected. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you're a showman. Yeah, shame. That's a doctor actually has to take care of the of the patient. Yeah. So he's like a shamer also. No. So he has no. No, he has to take a risk. I when I when when a doctor when when you have a doctor which you come with a broken leg, let's say that's a that's tame, you know, and the doctor says, ah, yeah, 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 oh, it hurts. You stay with him. <laughs> you stay with him. No, you better don't stay with him. You want the doctor who says, wow, that's interesting, you know, ah, <laughs> ah that's really fascinating. How do I do that? That's what you want. 
But you go to your father with a broken leg and say, oh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> you want your father to react like this? <laughs> no. Well, if he's the only if one he's doctor. doctor. <laughs> if he's a doctor. Can you ask me you don't want your father react, but but the doctor you want to react in a very in a very innov innovative way. That's what you want, you know. Was kemen do machen, you know. That's what you want from the doctor. I think so. So this all is going into the world of another one, and you create an expectation what shall be, and then you think, but he surprises me. There's a surprise there. So this is the work. You see. Uh, that is a very fascinating work, but that 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 is that is the, the, the process of listening. And when we don't educate for that, when we don't people take people and educate them for that, we will be stranded. You know, we'll be say, well, there's no education happening. You know, it as a you are in the, the boys' school, and then you say you have to listen to boys and and everyone has to be treated in his own way. And you know, as a principal, or as a second principal, and I know from my life experience, you can't have an institution which everyone does a different thing. You can't have an institution like this. So it has to be subtle. The Chanoi has to be subtle. But when you listen to the other one, and you let yourself being surprised, you will find a subtlety which will satisfy the boy. When you are not listening and not really deeply thinking about the other one, you only see you can't provide this service in a very thick way. You know, no, the guy has to go and make horse riding every day. Okay, but that won't contribute to the moisture, you know. You can't run the moisture like that. You can't. Ah, you can't run the moisture, so too bad. So, so we have to have everyone the same because we can't provide really the need of everyone. It's only because you don't see the subtleties of that. But when you begin to listen, then you see you can do it in a subtle way, not in a thick way only. Good. That's what I thought for now. I think it's a good, it's a good lesson, and that is the edge of the, the, what I try to do in this whole, in, 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 in teach the people most of the effort. I think those two gentlemen, they were together with me, I think you can, you can see that. That most of the effort which I put in when I try to educate a person is that. That you should learn how to listen. And then you have a different person in front of you. And someone can listen, it's an entirely different ball game. And someone can't listen, you speak to the wall, you know, you just speak. Uh, it's, it's, also, it's also like true that just the act of listening, separate from Eitzah, yeah. just the act of listening carefully, can create a lot of calm and ease yeah. and transformation. And yeah. Like yeah. you said about the school, like you're not going to change the school and, and, and turn everything upside down because of this person. Yeah. But if the person feels listened to, they can find their place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also in how you just talk to them, even just on a subtle level, I think that's what the Rav is saying, right? Just the way you talk to one person versus another. It doesn't have to be the whole institution changes. Yeah, yeah. The way you relate to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Nyako came into the Shtibo and he had a down face. So Yitzchak said, Oh, Yanko was Titzel. And, and Yitzchak would sit and listen to Yanko for 10 minutes, give us time until he, our woman said, and he listened to him. It's not the same as you talking about it, but nevertheless, he listened. Uh-huh. And then that's it, what you said. He felt the uncomfortable. The next day, he was forget. Yitzchak had a problem. People listened to each other. He didn't miss psychologist. Today, no one listens to anyone. So you go pay money. Someone should listen to you. Get all of this. Yeah. Yeah, good money. What? People pay good money. That's how bad we need to be listened to. Safe yeah. 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 How do you extrapolate this to Shema Israel? One of the echoes that we speak. What? Shema Israel. You know, that's the echo of listening. How do you extrapolate that to listening to Hashem? He's recording the questions and answers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can. I know. Um,